I'm Brandon Jordan. And I'm Haley. And we are not Weeaboos. So, part two of Death Note. We left off last time at episode 20. Mm-hmm. And now we are, we have continued from episode 21 to episode 37, which is the last episode. Episode 21 to whatever episode L died at went so fucking fast, mm-hmm. I think. We should talk yeah, about it. Yeah, let's just it. cover that part because that's. If the series was worse, it could have just ended right there. And that would have been a whole thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, but no, it was, I think it was five episodes. But I don't actually know that. I don't have that written down in front of me. You know, if you're watching along with us, you know what we're talking about. They did everything all at once. They found out basically everything about the notebook, including some fake stuff. Yeah. That wasn't true. So, Light got his memories back. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chip got really real and real sad. And literally, those, that, like, time frame, I was watching it in bed, and I was under a blanket, and I had the blanket up to my mouth, basically, the entire time. <laughs> And blinked maybe five times. Yeah, Once I remember per we were saying uh, we were bored. We were getting really bored with the Yotsuba stuff. Yeah. But then they rammed it up all at once. And then over the course of like, those three episodes, it got super lit with Higuchi running around doing his death noting Kira stuff and with the task force following that. Mm-hmm. Because that was just, it was really tense. It was really tense. Even though you knew they were going to mm-hmm. catch him because Light is a very smart boy. And, and there's L, 14 more episodes. Yeah. And L is a very smart boy. It was still very intense. The like car chase and all that stuff. It was real good. Absolutely. And highlight of the car chase part was... Watari being an incredible sniper, just a godlike sharpshooter, all of a sudden, like for no reason, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was. I was. I was so. I, I was so shooken when he just sniped the gun out of his fucking hand. He shot the tires out from under the car. He shot the gun out of Gucci's hand, and then he, he was like, "Yeah, if he makes any sudden moves, I'll shoot him, but I won't kill him." Yes, because that's. How they do things. That's how he. I, that's how he does things. He's like a super. Because you know the thing about like with cops is they don't care if they're if they're shooting somebody. It's okay if they die. Mm-hmm. So that's like a an indication of Watari's marksmanship. Even in Japan, you think that? Well, he's not a cop. Yeah. Also, he's not even Japanese. Yeah, that's true. And I think part of part of that is because we didn't see a lot of Watari. Mm-hmm. Um, He's until, a valet. He's just yeah. you know, doing like valet stuff. Yeah. And, but then you're like, holy shit, he's so fucking cool. And so like right at the end and then the next episode, 
I think even, um, he dies. And you're like... Yeah, and, the ne- and the next one or two. Yeah. yeah. But also, um, I feel like they would have stolen that from Batman. Because you know, like how Alfred is like an SAS officer. He's like an ex-SAS officer usually. Right. So, like he was an actor and he was also like a spy and yeah. a soldier. Yeah, I had, I've had that feeling actually the entire time. I'm mm-hmm. like, he's just Alfred. Alfred's the template. Yeah. So... That was, that was really good. And then, of course, right after his death, mm-hmm. you learn about the orphanage. Like you kind of know about it, but everyone else learns about the orphanage, mm-hmm. and and it's real sad. Yeah, again, like Alfred. Yeah. Adopting orphans, and sometimes they're superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> half Alfred, half kind of doing Batman type stuff too, where he just turns orphans into machines. Right. Except, do we know if there was anyone before L? I guess we don't. It was not in the anime, at least. I know that there's, I think there's two L movies that probably touch on that. In fact, when I was doing in my research, I I was trying to look for a, a super cool L speech that apparently there is, but I couldn't find. But I found one speech where L is talking through the computer behind the behind the the L to a bunch of the Whammy's house kids. Okay. Including Nier and Mello, younger than we used to find them. Uh-huh. And he gives a speech about how one of the one of the little orphans asks him what he's most afraid of. Uh-huh. And she's like, You idiot. Elle's not afraid of anything. But then L uh, says that he's afraid of monsters. And everybody laughs. And then he starts explaining that there's different kinds of monsters, including monsters that don't feel anything. No. Yeah. Monsters that kidnap children. Mm-hmm. Uh, Near and Mellow, respectively, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And he says the scariest kind of monster of all are monsters who always tell lies because they're the most cunning. And that's the kind of monster that would go, would get him and eat him. Uh-huh. Because that's the kind of monster he is, too. Yes. So there's a lot of L background that we didn't get watching the anime. Uh-huh. But that's hella L. And also, called it. <laughs> and that also kind of explains, I think, one of the times we saw the m- most intense... Just uh, for a second, I want to say really quick for reference, that speech is from L Change the World, I think it's called, where the L in world is L, capital L. Sorry, go on. So I think that explains a little bit about one of the most intense and emotional reactions we ever saw from L was the first time he heard the word shinigami and he fucking fell out of his chair the first time he heard the word when um he was just passively deciphering the code in the prisoner's diaries i guess that's not necessarily true um he was watching it was when light was being held up there was i think i remember him no, it was when Misa was being held up. 
and I think she said something, or maybe referred to Shinigami. Hmm. But do you remember? Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember the context, but I remember him doing that thing that slow Loris's do, and his arm just <laughs> shot straight up in the air, and he fell back onto the floor. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. And he just, like, was there on the floor for, like, a while. And was like, fuck. Because it blew his shit wide open. Yeah. Um, Because those are actual, literal monsters. Yeah, monsters. Gods. Weird. Oh, but also, good segue. Talking about the monsters who always lie. It comes up again. I guess for the first time. The movie hadn't come out yet, I don't think. It comes up for the first time. When in the episode where El dies and he's hearing the church bells on the roof and just thinking because it seems like he's out of juice he's run out of moves yeah and you know light comes up to to collect him get him out of the rain and El asks him if there's ever been a moment in his life where he wasn't lying yeah because he can tell because it's he he knows yeah he knows what that's like he, he knows what having a life like that is like. And he knows that Light lives his life like that. Yeah. And he knows. He's been knowing. He has known that Light is Kira. And he just hasn't caught him. Yes. But he knows that he's always lying about everything. Like in uh, Dexter, the books and the show, there's a lot of... Because Dexter's the point of view character. And there's a lot of him talking to himself about how to pretend to be a human being. Right. And it's kind of like that from the outside. Yeah. Where Elle can see it because that's him. But it's just tough. And, you know, then uh, Kira ate him. Yeah. That was a very powerful episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I've known, and I, ta- I said this last episode, but I've known the entire time that uh, Elle was going to die. Yeah, he can't make it. And, but I was still so not ready for that. Even though this is a fact I've had in my brain Mm -hmm. for years. (laughs) Um, But I was still like, really? Really? That's that's something I want to get to. Because the Rem stuff, that was dumb. Like, it seemed like, I don't know if this is true in the manga. But it seemed like they'd run out of room. Like, not only did L himself run out of moves. The, the story ran out of moves. So I feel like compared to the level of intrigue before and after that midpoint, this episode was kind of weak in that because of the way that Light passively manipulated Rem mm-hmm. into killing everybody for him. Yeah, that's true. And that that was... I think that was the most disappointing thing because Rem was so mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't want to do it, and then she just did it. And we didn't see really. We saw a little bit of an internal struggle, mm-hmm. but barely, barely, barely. I mean, yeah, we we'd known for like a dozen episodes at that point that. Rem would kill for Mesa, even if it meant her own life. Yes. But also, in, like, the intervening episodes between, like, in the, the prior, like, five episodes, stuff like 
Misa getting the Shinigami eyes back. Like she halved her life yet again. Yes. And it turned out to be for no reason. Yeah. She might never have seen Elle after she made the deal. It seems like Rem should have had that foresight after Misa halved her life again Mm -hmm. because she truly saw how fucking awful and manipulative Mm -hmm. light is. And she must have known, even though, you know, the rationale is Misa's life is very short and light is what she loves more than anything in the world. So giving her light is what's going to give her the most fulfilling and happy little life that she has left. But knowing how shitty light is, there's, it seems like she should have, she should have known that because of the way he is, there was still no way Mm -hmm. he was going to bring her the kind of satisfaction she desired. Yeah. It's strange. Very strange. Um, but let's go back now to Elle's death episode mm-hmm. because there's, they added something into the episode that I thought was really interesting where when they came in from the rain after Elle asked, apparently just out of curiosity, apparently having... Uh, sort of given up a little bit. I guess given up for his part because there's yeah. stuff that we're going to talk about in a second that is more his will. But um, uh, when they come in from the rain and L for no reason, and this doesn't happen in the manga, only in the anime, L washes Light's feet. Yes. Which is just a Jesus thing. Yes. It is 100% a Jesus thing. Um, the thing that people latch onto when they interpret this, I think mostly, is um, Judas. I th- I'm not a theologian or whatever, or even a Christian, so I don't know. But I think Judas had already made the deal with the Romans to like bounty Jesus off when uh, Jesus washed his and his other apostles feet as you know a a sign of humility and it's something the pope still does you know when uh there are people beneath you or lesser than you in some way and you wash their feet because you're humble because jesus is he's just a sweet guy yes i think is the point and the lighting in that scene was I mean, the lighting in Death Note is incredible. Mm-hmm. They did such a good job with that, with the colors, with the contrast. But that was, I think that made the scene super powerful. And you could... I call it cathedral-esque. Yes. Um, and... You know, it was so blatantly, like you said, Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ, which reminds me (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Can you believe it? Um, it, re- it reminded me of JoJo a lot, where it's just oh, like, yeah. wow. <laughs> wow. Look at it. Just right there. It's just right there. There's literally a cross on top of Caesar. <laughs> Way to bring the mood down. We were just having a fun <laughs> chat about a psycho murderer. And didn't tell me about Caesar. <laughs> Sorry. But didn't... I don't know. But yeah, absolutely. And that was... I think it was more especially heavy-handed in that case because Caesar is so Italian. Yes. Um, but I don't know. There's a lot of similarities there because obviously Joseph and Caesar had such a rough relationship. And, it, and you know, when he mm-hmm. died, Joseph, it was the hardest thing in the world for him and for a second for for one fucking second it's you got bamboozled i got a little bit bamboozled i because i truly because i really think because l is such a sweet boy Mm -hmm. he was like you are like a friend yeah his only friend you're my only friend and or his first friend yeah and it seemed like maybe possibly white had some of those feelings while l was washing his feet but no, but White doesn't have any feelings about anybody. Because he's a literal psychopath. But, something else. Adding that Jesus Slayer um, made me feel like after the time skip, after L is dead and Light joins the police force, right. a- along with... Everybody else again joins the police force? I thought they weren't allowed to. Am I making that up? I mean, they all quit. Who knows? Because... But they didn't all quit. We should say that in episode 23, when Light gets his memories back and they all get their hands on the Death Note for the first time, um, they're like, the Death Force is going to handle it tell the police not to get involved and the police get involved because Aizawa and the guy who left so early I don't remember his name both came back yes and they're like no, fucking k- get him yeah and then Aizawa and him are woven back into the task force and then it immediately dissolves and returns to the police right right which is very interesting. Are you talking about something that happened after the time skip or before? I don't know. You were going somewhere with the Jesus thing. Oh, sorry. That's right. With the Jesus thing. Uh, so they added that layer of Christ-like flavor to Elle's character. So after the time skip, when they introduced Nier and Mello, it really did feel like... Um, like a teacher, disciple, apostle, follower sort of situation. Yes. Or, you know, like the point of Christianity is that for normal people to be Christ-like is good. So, like, he passed down his qualities 
to the two best orphans at Wyoming's house. Yes. And it like added a, a sort of more, it, it had like a more immutable justice quality to it than the show I think usually deals with. Because, yeah. you know, uh, even after that, they're like, Kira is justice now. But that's, you know, fake, and we all know that. Yes. But, you know, when we talk about themes that are derived from, like, a 2,000-year-old tradition, that's kind of more solid. Yes. And I think being that L, Nier, and Mellow are westernized. Mm-hmm. Um, or just westerners. Yeah, just westerners. I mean, maybe not mellow that's complicated they're white yes (laughs) so it makes sense that they have this more these christian it's not traits i would have said juices they're like steeped in more abrahamic values yes and so so that just makes sense it just makes sense that they're that way yeah And then I think from there on, you really see this contrast, this juxtaposition between Western ideas, particularly America, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Japanese ideas. Yeah, this is something that you've been screaming to talk about since it came up in like episode episode 23 again. You know, we finished two weeks worth of anime. I mean, you've been like, but what about, but what about this thing? So please, please introduce your your pet thing. This thing about guns, <laughs> is that what we're talking about? That's the thing. So yes, it's come up multiple times with both the Yagamis mm-hmm. that they can't use a gun because only policemen are allowed to have guns, and they're no longer policemen. And even before that, I think there's been some patching mentions about, like, how crazy it is that there was a gun or how there's nothing to worry about because only is, because nobody has guns. Yes. But you're talking about specifically in episode 23 where um, Higuchi made it to Sakura TV Studios and, you know, he made the, the ideal and he wants to run in and catch Masuda and kill him before he reveals his identity because he's, you know, he's but they tricked but it's an ambush the only people in there are Sochiriogami Light's dad Iber and Weddy and Weddy's like I got my gun I'm a white bitch I got my gun but Iber doesn't like to use guns yeah Yagami-san you 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 shoot too and then he does the thing that you are so fascinated by yes where he says the same thing I can't use a gun i can't use a gun i'm not a cop you can't give me a gun even though we're doing this right now even though kira is literally right there yeah they didn't know they didn't even know how he killed people at the time yeah he might have had force lightning and they wouldn't they didn't know they had no idea but yeah but yagami is like fucking a gun Mm-mm. nope not these days nope And so then that progresses so interestingly because then, you know, fast forward to Mello in his Mm -hmm. hideout. Everybody's got a fucking gun. Yeah. Like, first of all, their hideout is in, their hideout is L.A. But then when they first encounter Mello's people, 
they're in like a, a desert bunker right. where they've captured Saeed. And that's just real. There's more guns in America than there are people. That's a fact. So it makes sense that everybody just has a gun and they don't care. It's just like not a big deal. You know, and like, yeah, we're, we're criminals. We're, of course we have, we're gonna, we have to shoot people for crimes. And then when Chief Yagami is in a direct confrontation with Mello mm-hmm. and has the opportunity to shoot, Mello was like, Yeah, they all have guns. They all have guns. And Mello was just like, You've never killed anyone before, have you? And he was like, That's wild. Okay, but see, the thing, they all have guns. Everybody has a fucking gun on their person. Yes. They're in SWAT gear. They're yeah. doing it for real. And Sochiro reaches for the notebook. He isn't gonna shoot Mello. He's gonna write his name down. Yeah. Which is wild. I, I, again, I don't know if that's... Because, um, you know, we're both born and raised Americans. We just think about guns. It just Constantly. happens all the time. <laughs> we don't even like guns. We just think about them all the time. Yeah. And there's nothing we can do about that. But, uh, like, is that, I wonder if that's a thing. If a Japanese person will just, for, like, in a, even a situation like that will be like, this is, like, a more appropriate murder weapon, so I'm, not, I'm just going to forget about gun. Yeah. Because when do we use guns? I mean... Something I thought about about that scene, and I mentioned this to you, is uh, later on when Aizawa gets his uh, color splash thinking mode. You're like, why is he green? And we just decided because he's like rugged and a dude. It's like Mm -hmm. sort of salt of the earth, soldier, color. Yes. And uh, and as soon as we talked about that, I was like, oh yeah, because remember when they were storming the gang compound, Aizawa uses a revolver even though everyone else at that point is using like tactical weapons yes because he's just a cool guy he's just he's just a he's just a cop mm-hmm. and he's just like the truest cop mm-hmm. and but that's also after because you know they brought him back and they cut his hair mm-hmm. so he grew a little bit of scruff and they cut his hair short so like they're characterizing they're characterizing him now more than ever yes I was going to say as, like, a rugged police officer, but just they're characterizing him. Yeah. Because, remember, he was kind of nothing for a long time, except upset. At, yeah. At and Matsuda then, all and the then time. suddenly, he had a wife and kids he has to worry about, mm-hmm. and then he was gone. Yeah. And now that he's back, he's, he's green on the inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's very important, because he's just a good um and then after that not a lot of guns except for there's not a lot of gun use but because nearest team the sbk is american all american yes they just have guns they're ready to throw down at any point because they're like fbi agents and stuff of course they have guns what are you talking about and then but then it becomes the most clear Mm -hmm. When Mello takes, um, Takara? 
Takeda and his friend, his like team member, I guess, who we don't really know, is causing a distraction from Takeda's bodyguards, who there are so many of. Yeah, there's so many of. And he's not that worried about it, and neither is Mello. We Mello should say also uh, for this situation. This is post Kira's New World Order. Yes. Yeah, that's very important. Um, because there's a clear because shift. Nor- because, you know, Japan Prime isn't going to like change that much. They're not going to fuck around like that. Yes. But in this version of Japan, yes. where they're just bloodthirsty monsters, every single one of them. Yeah. I think... I think Mello said his name was like Matt or something. Yeah, We've never yeah. seen him before. And he gets out of the car and. Oh, hey, you got me. <laughs> Good game. And they fucking kill him. They, he was like, and he literally said, you're Japanese. You don't have guns. <laughs> now they did though. But now they did. They had it, so many guns. There it was so like the ro- It was like RoboCop guns. Yeah. It was like Ed 209 guns. So that was just like, and that really hurt Mello's feelings. Yeah, that really upset him. Yeah, because he was like, I literally didn't think it. There was no way you were gonna die. I don't know. I want to segue from that to something else because Mello didn't think that he would get Matt would get killed. Mello is a super genius. Mm-hmm. You know, just like L was. But he's so rash yeah. that he doesn't think things all the way through. Yes. And I want to talk about, like, the algebra of Mello and Nier and L. The mm-hmm. way that um, Nier kind of brings up in his, in his fuck you speech. Yes. At the end. Because I have here in my notes that Nier plus Mello equals L. And that's not exactly... I'm not, I don't do math, but. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Um, Nier and Mellow are like put together are like 200% of L because, you know, obviously L and Nier look basically identical. They act basically identical. They behave in really similar ways. Yes. As far as the coldness. And, like, mm-hmm. how methodical they are about yes. how they carry out their plans. But L had a lot of feelings. He just managed them. Yes. Um, I remember specifically on one occasion when Misa, before, I guess it was before Misa appeared, she was killing people. And Aizawa was like, we got to go to the TV station because Kira's there killing people and we can't have this. And L stops him because, you know, he can't, he can't let... Aizawa died too. Yeah. But it bugs him so much. It really fucked him up that yeah. that had to go on. And um, when the task force met for the first time, all in uh, the hotel suite, L mentioned how mad he was that he had to c- make so many concessions already. He, like, he has a lot of feelings about every situation, but they're just kind of, you know, he's, he's 100% neurodivergent. Yes. So his feelings are just different. Yes. Some people are like, he doesn't have feelings, but he has too many. Yeah. He has so many feelings that he lost. Yes. He lost because he had too many feelings. 
Yeah. But because um, between the two of them, Mello had all of that. Yes. He died. But he made so many moves so hard that he got near all the data he needed yeah. to put the situation together and, you know, beat Kira. Yes. And so then we were talking about this last night because Nier ha- really doesn't have those feelings. It, even if Elle had all that information, had all of it together. He would have done, he would have handled it differently. He would have done it differently because of his feelings. He would have done it. I think the way I described it was um, Elle was like really noble on purpose. So yes. even if he had all the data points, he would have laid them out on purpose. Like he would have like gone into the, you know, I call it the explanation parlor. And yes. said, this is what happened. Look at all this stuff. This is everything. This yeah. is everything that I know. Isn't that great? What do yes. you think, Light? Yes. And that, that's what killed him. Yeah. And yeah, Light would have figured something out. He would have. He's so fucking smart, and he would have figured something out. But Nier doesn't care about being fair. And Nier doesn't care, and I love that so much. He he's just like, I knew you were gonna like be an asshole. The feeling I... that he has that neither Mello nor L have, I think, but Light Super has is he likes to get people. Yes. He wants to have, he wants to, to contrive a situation and go, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, he, that whole episode 36, he was holding in laughter mm-hmm. the whole time because he couldn't wait for Light the gotcha moment. Gotcha, bitch. So bad. And he done that. You see that before when he killed. The woman, Pembar's. Oh, Ray Pembar's. Yeah. Oh, but also he did it with him. He did it with him too. He did it with Pembar. He's like, gotcha. And then he let the doors close on and he's like, I'm the coolest. Yes. And then, um, yeah, he got his fiance the same way. He's like, it's because I'm Kira. Oh, but the police are over there. Don't you want to hurt? It's like such a piece of shit about it. Yeah. And I think he did it with Elle. I don't think it was in the text, but... (laughs) Like in my head cannon that came out right away. Uh, when L collapsed, he grabbed him mm-hmm. automatically. You know, like you would do with your friend. But yes. also, he got in real close and then yeah. showed him doing that creepy smile. Yeah. Where his eyes close like 95% of the way and he looks down. Yeah. He looks like the cat with the knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does that exact same uh, thing. Yeah. I told myself that he leaned in and told Elle that he was Kira the whole time. Yeah. Just to do it. Even though Elle obviously knew. Just to flex. Yeah. So, God, what a piece of shit. (laughs) It felt so good to see Kira die. Um, But, so, yeah, Nier and Light were kind of the same same way except for that light has emotions Mm -hmm. they're just wrong they're fucked up yeah but near doesn't have any and he's just like he doesn't really get enjoyment necessarily of like seeing he he like he like is fulfilled but doesn't love it yeah 
and he's like so terse with everything. Yeah. Um, we we obviously know he has emotions because when the task force moves to Japan, he has oh my god, what's his name? The leader of the SBK. He has the SBK agent come back from Japan to to New York, like the farthest, the farthest <laughs> away you can be. Yeah. In the United States from Japan. So that he can fly with him to Japan because he's never been on an airplane alone before. He just doesn't care about other people. So he, he care, in the same way that Kira doesn't, he doesn't really care about other people. Yeah. But he, like, cares about stuff. Yeah. And he just happens to be good. Yeah. It, you know, it's just, uh, Nier's just blue. Yeah, but, he's, the, he's the blue Oni. Um, red hot. But... He and I think I experienced near a little bit differently than mm-hmm. you did because I watched it entirely in Japanese and yeah. you watched it in English mm-hmm. and their voices are so yeah different. the voice actors do really different jobs and the way that I was explaining I guess before we even started watching it but we watched the end of the last episode together to analyze the differences in lights performances. Mm-hmm. Because in English, he's a huge crybaby. Yeah. In J- Japan, he's really ragged, and mm-hmm. he's he's having a really tough time. Yeah. But he in English, he is a baby. Yeah. And I think that lends a lot to some interpretations. But the same thing, it's the opposite is true of Nier. In Japanese, he's like such a baby. He's such a baby. And so I... The whole time, I'm just, like, squishing my face and being like, Nier, you're so cute. Because he was just such a baby mm-hmm. to me. I'm like, you didn't grow up at all, except you're probably more smarter. But um, you're still such a baby. And I felt, like, maternal feelings mm-hmm. for him. And I don't know if you felt that same way. No. In, in Japanese, he has, like, Goku's voice. You know how Goku is played by a little old lady? Yeah. It's the same little old lady this whole time. That's weird. <laughs> but in English, he's a, like he's, he's got like a young man's voice. Yes. He, he sounds like how old he is. Yeah. Just like small. Because he is. Yes. He's like he's like a young 18. Yeah. And I didn't read him like that. I mean, I read him as kind of probably more shitty than you did. <laughs> probably. I think. He did have like really cheek squishing moments, like the, the the airplane thing. Yes, absolutely. But I sort of felt that the entire time, mm-hmm. even when you know nearly the entire SPK force was killed. He didn't really. He didn't it didn't. It didn't phase him. Basically, he was a little bit all. frustrated. In English, he was frustrated. Yeah, I he I think same thing mm-hmm. in Japanese. But even then, I, like, felt sad for him mm-hmm. because I'm like... He just wanted to succeed. He's a baby. He's just a baby. Um, and I don't know. Maybe also because I'm a teacher. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> I just feel this way um, about everything. Mm-hmm. So I felt protective of him and i really like i didn't want 
Mellow to die either, but I really, really, really like you didn't care as much about Mellow. Yeah, and I mean the the story kind of sets you up for that because you know Mellow's just Mellow's hard. gonna burn out. There's yeah. no way he's not. That's yeah. just the kind of person that he is. Yeah, um, and he even you know when they're like looking at who's going to be quote unquote like chosen to be El successor. Mella was like, fine, fucking choose near. I'm way too emotional for this. Yeah, he's not. And, you know, he carried that chip on his shoulder to the end. Yep. Shout out, though, to um, Mello's Sweet Tooth. Yes. Where he was eating a chocolate bar 100% of the time. Like his his brain dad. Yes. Um, and I wonder, because we know that El ain't so many sweeties. Because because he needed brain fuel. Because it, it made his brain more powerful. And I don't know if Mello knew that. Um, he just does it. Because he, <laughs> he, he, he likes chocolates, I guess. I, but maybe it did affect his brain. Maybe, I mean, he was obviously super smart. Yeah. What does Nair eat? Do we see him eat anything? We don't see him eat anything, and that's really interesting. Because the thing he does instead, and maybe this is something to read into, but not uh, now. I don't think we have time. But why does... Nier has too much energy. Yeah. He's not always refueling like El and Mello are. Yeah. He's, he's like he's like solving the crime and also doing like some other wild shit that he he's did with his hands all the time yeah and you know kind of before it was like you know he's just he's doing puzzles mm-hmm. or he's stacking the kramer cups yeah or the the dice or something kind of oh I, remedial sorry. stuff i was are you talking about um i, see, I was confused because i thought uh, for some reason that you were talking about L for a second. No. Because no. L did do stuff. He did yeah. he stack sugar cubes. Yeah. He did the creamers. Yeah. He, like he did a little bit of it. But yeah. you're talking about how not only would Nier do that stuff, he built like he, he built like um a big old church out of matches one time. Yes. Just to have something to do. But then also like he created things. He made oh, yeah. fucking. Like he made all the little toys for everybody. He made a mask that for L. Mm-hmm. He made, yeah, he made toys for every person. And then How, threw some of them away. Yeah, like Misa, he was like, yeah, don't need and we her need to anymore. Talk about Misa for sure. Misa, yeah. absolutely. Yes. So like he made Misa, and he was like, oh, Misa, whoops, I guess, whoops, nothing. He made. And, like five little toy death notes. <laughs> he even went so far to put fake on the back of yeah. one of them. Like in like little tape. Yeah. How did he write that? Maybe, maybe, uh. That's so tiny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, so that's wild. Um. Yeah. Um, so for Death Note, Nier, I think it's safe to give Nier. Our, our podcast award for Death Note Best Boy. Yes. He's Best Boy. He's Best Boy. He's a really cute. Okay, his cutest moment is when he tries to do the L thing of telling Aizawa not to do something. Uh-huh. And Aizawa's like, nah, I don't follow your orders. I'm a, I'm a man. 
Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, okay. And he twirls and his hair. His hair twirling is so cute. Best boy. Um, but. yeah, so congratulations to Nier. Who's also the same age as us. Yeah, in the anime, um, he's got like three birthdays, depending yeah. on the media. But in the anime, he was born August 1994, and we were born in September and November, same year. That's kind of cute. I like when that happens. Yeah. Makes me feel connected. Um, <laughs> but now that we have discovered the best boy, definitively, let's put our boys away and talk about what happened with Misa. Yes. Um, so, I think really, really when Nier did that, mm-hmm. it became so clear that Misa is so unimportant. They covered it a little bit, but at that point, it was 100% get ready to wait, you know, 10 episodes to see Misa again. Yeah. Or whatever. Because Light took her memories away. But he, she has been so useful mm-hmm. to him so far. But then I guess at the same time, if Nisa got her memories back, she'd have to take the Shingami eyes again for her to be useful. She should have an eighth of a life at that point. Yeah, so she'd, she'd probably, probably would have die. Like been in debt. Yeah. Yeah, she'd probably be dying as she took the <laughs> eyes or something. She would have gotten the eyes and then suddenly gained. Apparently, uh, officially, she's five foot nothing. She weighs 79 pounds. But if she got her Shinigami eyes a third time, she would have suddenly gained 50 pounds of tumor. <laughs> and had, like, three months. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it makes you feel sad. I don't know. I felt, even though Misa mm-hmm. annoyed the shit out of me. I mean, we time. were annoyed by her because she wanted to be subjugated that way. Yeah. But as Light kept doing it, yeah, every time it got worse yeah, and more hurtful. Yeah. You know, there's the part where um, they're in the apartment and she wants to help. And he's like, don't do anything. Literally, you only exist to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> Stop doing stuff. Yeah. And, and then eventually he, he threw her away completely because Takara was so much more useful to him. Yeah. He specifically chose her and he was like he changed his whole outward facing ethos to be like oh yeah i never cared about misa we've been in a relationship for like six years but i don't actually like her at all which obviously he didn't we knew that yeah we knew that but um but if you thought that light wasn't kira like the craziest person in the world and then he told you that that is sus yeah. So, I'd be, yeah. So, unfortunately, the girls, the main girls in the show, mm-hmm. and you they, know. They like, end up at odds mm-hmm. for a little bit, too. And beca- and it's explained by, God, women are so dumb. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> the in-universe explanation. Yeah. Although, it is from Light's perspective. Which, you know, we should all be, um, we should all find abhorrent anyway. Sure. But the show doesn't, like, do anything to be like, yeah, women aren't actually like this. Here's yeah. the only two women you've ever met. What, what happened to Light's women, family members? Fuck them. These are the women in the world 
And they only care about Dick. Yeah. I mean, we don't see Suya ever again. After yeah, Sayu. Or, I'm sorry, Sayu. Sayu is a baby. She disappears. She is a damsel in distress. She disappears. This is a complete list of the things that happened to her. His mom. All we can do is feel sorry for her. Yeah, as far as we know, she lives in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. She's like that. Yeah. And you just feel, you feel really sad when, you know, they have that cut to her crying alone in the kitchen. Yeah, she doesn't have anything going on anymore. And she barely did. Her husband is dead. I wonder, her son is dead. And also the worst. Like, parents feel really bad when their kid gets, like, some parents, like, feel fucked up when their kid gets a B. Remember that (laughs) Light's mom was like, oh, honey, you're home. Where's your test scores? Yeah. Give me them test scores. Yeah. I wonder if she felt bad that she accidentally raised history's greatest monster. (laughs) I wonder if that happened. Well, it's sort of... Might be some good fix about it. Yeah. Not going to check. I don't know, yeah. Because we don't really know what the aftermath, like, if it's ever... Because it seems to me, based on what like their ideas have been in the past mm-hmm. after they catch Kira they just let it go they just wait for the world to be like well I guess he's gone Nothing's I, happening. I, I imagine that this is being like a publicized thing especially in countries like America who who is the last to roll over mm-hmm. and the least enthusiastic mm-hmm. so like especially because the SBK is attached they'll be like Kira's dead and then everybody in the world all at once. And then they went back to like touching their dick or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And I think if you if you ever felt like Kira was doing the right thing because you're like, oh, he's just killing criminals. Like maybe it's not mm-hmm. so bad. But then they have so many cuts to children being bad. Yeah. And it's like... But also, one of those was really unsettling to me. Because, you know, it was like, kids bullying. Right. And one of them was like, I'll tell Akira, I'll, I'll tell Akira on you. Yes. I was like, what the, what the fuck? Yes, exactly. Like, that's some soft... That's like some soft Columbine stuff. Yeah. Which I guess is what the show is about. <laughs> yeah. It's the premise of the show. True. And I think that's... And that's so real. That's exactly what would happen. Mm-hmm. Because now we see, you know, children being like, I can, you're black, and I can call you the N-word because Trump's president now. Yeah, wow. And that's what... It's legitimized. Yeah. Murderous behavior is legitimized that way. Yeah. Yikes. That's a good good analogy. Mm -hmm. But also something that I thought about especially last night when again we were watching over the different versions of the ending light is still a kid Mm -hmm. and that's something that i picked up on i don't like he must be 23 or something by the end of the series six years had passed so six yeah so 20 22 22 23 he was like 16 or 17 at the beginning of the series and you know in the first episode he picked up the death note and then he stopped aging immediately. Yes. He was 
he was arrested right then. And then, you know, he was just a teenager, basically, emotionally and mentally. I mean, you know, ment- I mean mentally, yeah. Because he was already. Yeah. I think there's a way to read um, saying that he's, like, mentally a certain age as saying that he's, like, unintelligent or has some sort of disability. Yeah. But, like, he just has teenage thoughts. Yes. And he, he has teenage feelings. I mean, it's his, like, sense of justice and righteousness mm-hmm. is a complete is a really undeveloped yeah. way of thinking about things and what i really like about that um i got i said we were gonna put the boys away it was a mistake i was wrong <laughs> because comparing the boys are back in town <laughs> comparing that to matata's growth yes because he was the baby cop at the beginning yes and then he had six years to figure his stuff out he cut his hair which looked really weird the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he grew up. Because, remember, when Kira first came out, he was like, I don't know, maybe sometimes it's okay to kill criminals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, his, 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 not, his cop dad, Light's real dad, was like, stop that. And then he did. It took, it, like, it took a couple tries. It took yeah. a couple events. But, you know, interacting and working with Mogi and Aizawa and uh, Chief Yagami, he was like, okay, I'm pretty, I'm pre- I feel pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And he just got better. Yeah. But at the very end. I, I just want to say something. Before the very end. Before the very end. He Wanted was... to fuck Light's sister. Of course. <laughs> there was that. But also, we saw everybody else on the task force be like yeah light's probably oh man it's kira but (laughs) matsuda didn't really do that he wanted to believe in light so much Mm -hmm. and i think that's also why the ending happened like it did because he inherited it from because he is still pretty naive he's still the baby yes gotta love him but he also, I think, inherited a lot of stuff in a way that Light couldn't from Sochiro. Yes. Like, you know, when Sochiro was like, my son's not Kira, I can die happy. Which mm-hmm. is super sad. Yeah. But, but Matsuda put a lot into that in a yeah. way that, like, Aizawa couldn't because he was like, yeah. I can't believe that fucking happened. Yeah. I can't believe that. Oh, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, he could watch... Aizawa could watch Seven as much as he wants. Because he's like, oh, yeah, that's nothing. Because he's seen some shit. But it's stuff that Matsuda couldn't see. And that's why he was completely broken at the end. When Nier finally got one over on Light. And revealed him. Yes. And he's talking about... Uh, how, how crazy guns are. And the Japanese zeitgeist. Right. He might have shot Light five times or something. Yeah. And he was ready to shoot him in the fucking head. Yeah, that was crazy because Light was like, yeah, yeah, I am Kira. I got me. Or did you? Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what he's been doing yeah. for years. And Matsuda, you know, collapsed on those knees and just had to process, had to chew on it. Yeah. Because he was remembering all the stuff that like because he his emotions are so high too yes and he's chewing on that stuff but he's thinking about the other people he's thinking about people 
like his cop dad yes who died and was like embarrassed and in death by being fooled by a life that way yeah and he especially because you know obviously by his dad saying i'm so glad that you're not mm-hmm. kira he still had that doubt the entire time yeah, he's a good cop <laughs> and and those were probably I'd say both those incidences that involved him were some of the saddest moments in the Mm -hmm. show because, uh, like, Matsuda breaking down like that Mm -hmm. was so fucking sad. It was really sad. And he was ready to to do it. Boy, he bowed to do it. (laughs) But, you know, the other cops with their... Equally strong senses of justice knew that they couldn't, they couldn't let him do that. Yeah. Because it turns out, after six years of research, killing is bad. Yeah, and, and also because this was like fresh information mm-hmm. to Matsuda, because he, he, he yeah he was like the only one who was either not willing or not trusted enough. To tell about that because he's not a great cop. He just wants yeah. to be a great cop. Yeah. And, you know, he just wanted to think so much that Light was not Kira. He was the first one in basically every situation to try to absolve Light of suspicion. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong, though, kiddo. So... Which is, you know, really sweet. And, you know, he's... It also plays to his, you know, kind of immaturity mm-hmm. so far. You better believe he's grizzled now, though. Got down. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's grown out some, some facial hair now. <laughs> he's not cute anymore. He's no longer Matsu. In the same way that Aizawa graduated from being Manchichi, the monkey doll, mm-hmm. to, like... Officer Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, okay, so let's touch on like the very final moments. Let's wrap it up because there's a lot of stuff in there. And I think we have everything talked about. Pretty much, yeah. So, I t- we mentioned it before when we were talking about how cute Nier is. Mm-hmm. Uh, light's getting away. He was shot five times. Not in the head, but a lot. Mm-hmm. And Nier tries to do the Nelf, the L thing. And being like, don't follow him. It doesn't matter. Aizawa is the, the most senior person in the world at this point and goes, nah, mm-hmm. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. But they don't catch him because they don't need to catch him. Mm-hmm. They just need to be allowed to self-determine and choose when to follow. Yes. And that's what that was for. But uh, Light is running away from the warehouse sobbing and panting and bleeding and just the saddest boy in the world yeah and the shot that i really like that shows how how he's the saddest boy in the world and i think that lends itself to my interpretation about his (laughs) arrested development is um the shot where high school light before he finds the death note walks past 
the dying Kira. Yes. Mm-hmm. And before that, even, they show Light's face, uh, full front. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, sobbing. And he looks like such a... He looks like he's 16 yeah. in that shot. Like, he, his facial lines, the mm-hmm. lines are just so much softer on his face. And that really shows that he's just... Mm-hmm. A, a baby still. Yeah. Um. Um. There's some really weirdly. I don't know why this is really touching stuff with Ryuk. Yeah, I had honestly forgot about that, like yeah. rule. Because even like one second ago, <laughs> Ryuk was like, "Wow, wow." She saw. He, Nier could see me the whole time. He got you so good. Yeah. But then, you know, he'd been spending so much time with, he'd spent so much time with this situation mm-hmm. that, you know, when he had to go collect light, mm-hmm. he didn't, it was, he was like sad. It was like a sad thing. Yeah. He was like, well, I think we've both had enough fun to yeah, keep G- us from GG. being. GG. <laughs> yeah. For, to keep us from being uh, bored for a while. But also what I think is really interesting um, was Ryu said to him, I don't know if they're going to catch you and kill you right here. I don't know if you're going to be in prison for a certain amount of years. But I got, I got, I don't, don't want to hang out. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hang out. But also, he can see his lifespan. Mm-hmm. So he saw, he must have had an idea. And, yeah. um, so I sort of, you know, he, I think, because that's just, like, Ryuk's thing. Like, you think I it's, like, in his gamesman's, gamesman's nature, not to, like, peek at the lifespan? Well, he, mm, I think he's, like, you know, because it, it, it seems like Ryuk did have some feelings about mm-hmm. it. And I think that, I mean, <laughs> like, got shot five fucking times. Yeah. Like, if, even if they didn't find him, he's just going to die on those stairs. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think Ryuk knew that he was going yeah. to be dead within probably mm-hmm. hours. And maybe part of it was like, whoops, I gotta get this. Yeah. I have to kill you. So, um, but also maybe he was like, this is just better for yeah. me to kill you. For you to just die in a heart attack. It's more of pure. a heart attack in 40 seconds. Um, what do you think was going on when light? could see L. I think because we couldn't see like uh, L's L's face face very good. And so it's hard to say what L was feeling. Do you think you really saw him? Because the thing that we were told was um, a human who uses a death note can't go to neither can go to neither heaven nor hell. They go to Mew. Mew. Which is Nothingness. Nothingness. But, like, L didn't use the notebook ever. No, he didn't. So. So I think it was, you know, it's like your life supposedly flashes before your eyes when you die. Mm-hmm. And that's just what Light remembered about being alive was L. And I think, you know, I think that 
light, always saw near and mellow mm-hmm. as L. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of post-L L thinking. Remember, before he ever even saw, before he even knew about mellow, um, there was that really good scene, in maybe episode 25 or 6 or something, where uh, near contacts him and calls him the second L and blows his spot up. Yeah. And he goes, what is this feeling? Yeah. And it was L's chains ensnaring him. Yes. From his long con that he had been working. Yes. Since even even before Kira. Yeah. Even though it was Nier and Mello who got him, mm-hmm. he was like, L won. L got me. And um, remember how disgusted he was when he saw, he saw Nier for the first time wearing mm-hmm. the L mask. Mm-hmm. And, that's just and a- he was like, you're you're not even as good mm-hmm. you're not as good as l yeah Fucking he's like idiot. he's like so like everything about his life was l because mm-hmm. he was you know just a bored shitty kid and then he became kira and then everything good that ever happened to him was as a result of l attempting to catch him mm-hmm. um what else misa at the end yeah this is, and this is really interesting because you you didn't watch the credits yeah, on accident. So, okay, I want to talk about real fast my experience with the ending mm. because it was Oh, my God. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just had it in my brain for whatever reason because 37 is a weird number. Mm-hmm. So my brain was just like 36. That's how There's many only episodes. 36 episodes. There's only 36 episodes. And then the EP is... Um, it Normal. It, But it... When I on Netflix, it just yeah, like we watched we just, watched it on Netflix, and what it Netflix does is like great, you finish this episode, watch something else now because it's all up in the corner. Yeah, it shrinks into an unsealable. Hold box. on for a second though. Um, that episode it didn't because normally you know once it starts, once mm-hmm. the EP starts, you know it it starts the next episode within a few yeah. seconds. But it didn't do that. Oh. It played it the whole time. Weird. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was so mad for like 30 seconds. I was so mad for 30 seconds. And then it went into episode 37. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and... Okay, you were freed. I was freed from this. Pr- and because I was thinking, I was like... I'm going to be mad about this for weeks. Yeah, but it was okay. Uh, but it was okay. So, um, so that happened. Mm-hmm. But then... But then when you did watch episode 37, uh, because of the reason that I thought maybe you missed out on the episode, on the episode anyway, was because the credits, like, hide. So yeah. You, so you can use more of Netflix's service. Yes. So you missed in the tiny box that stuff kept happening. Yeah. So um, when we were talking about it, you thought, I was like, Misa killed herself, right? And you're like, what do you mean? She, she rode the train. <laughs> Maybe she touched the 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 bar and like then her eye. And then what do you mean? She died? <laughs> what yeah. happened? It's on the train. And what does happen now is in the credits, she climbs. She climbs a building. And stands on the edge of the building in her crazy gothic Lolita widow clothes that she wore 
uh, previously. And we don't know what that's about. But we do know that she has a quarter-long life. And her whole reason for living is gone. Mm-hmm. Whether or not she knows it, it um, we're saying that it appears she was driven to suicide. Um, the creator also said that that's what happened. Yes. They don't show it. She just walks to the edge of a building in a show called Death Note, and then nothing happens. And that's it. Yeah. So I guess, who, who died? <laughs> the tally of people who had died are Light, L, Misa, Sochiroyagami, Mellow. Mello, Takada, Mikami, Mikami, um, Ray Penber, and his fiance, whose name I can't remember because she was just, you know, she it was so fast. So that's 10. Ram. Mm hmm. Big one. Like four or five people from the SPK. At least. Yeah, like a lot of them. Yeah. Um, Matt, all the gangsters. Weddy and Weddy and Ivor. Also, countless, countless thousands to millions of other people who we don't know their name. Yep. Uh, okay, so I don't like. I don't like. I don't like. I didn't like. I didn't like it. <laughs> the whole thing. At yeah. The end. Let's just wrap out. Let's wrap it up and say that. For Death Note, not the end. I liked the end because I was invested. Yeah. But if I hadn't chosen to do this for this purpose, I would not have chosen to become invested of my own accord. You you think you would have dropped out? I think, yeah. Because, boy, it's really stressful. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually like that kind of thing. You don't like stress. Because this isn't like a, the good guys won one time mm-hmm. in... What is it? Um, 15 hours of Death Note. Yeah. There was one victory that I felt even a little bit good about. Yeah. Um, yes. And this is a fact that I know about you. is You don't like watching hard things. Mm-mm. You Mm-mm. don't like things that are hard. Even though they're really good. I can't watch... A fact about me is I can't even watch like The Office. I can't watch Peep Show. <laughs> I can't watch things that are hard to watch because I'm watching someone be humiliated. <laughs> I'm not going to watch. It's really hard for me to watch people get murdered over and over and over again. <laughs> and for there be, to be no consequences. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am different. Kind of the yeah. opposite. Except for, except for the... Um, the uh, secondhand embarrassment thing. Yeah, you get that. I, I get that. Yeah, office can't watch it. Can't do it. Um, so, but things that are serious, mm-hmm. I can. Dramas. Yeah, dra- <laughs> when they're dra- when dramas are dramatic, you're like okay. Like because I f- I feel it a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I get like so much. I don't know if you get this. I get like. Because as I was saying that, there was like five episodes, mm-hmm. like I have my blanket like up to my face. Um, I get like so much adrenaline from it and I want to keep going. And I don't know if you get that. I just get mad. <laughs> yeah. I I get a lot of adrenaline from it. And I want to know so bad what's mm-hmm. going to happen. And so, you know, um, 
I like things that make me think really hard about a lot of stuff. I really do. Um, and I like, because I like talking about it, I like sharing those experiences with people, which mm-hmm. is why I had the idea for this podcast. Um, so um, I really liked it. And so we kind of continued our feelings throughout it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from last episode. Basically. Um, I mean, there's a couple like really high points. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple situations. But then they're undercut immediately. Like, you know, in this section, really early on, they caught Higuchi. Mm-hmm. And that was really amazing. Because they did all sorts of stuff, and everybody was really cool, and yeah. it was great. And then they won, and then Elle was like, oh, my memories are back. I got it. I'm killing people again. Light. Light got his memories back. Yeah. Whatever. I know. <laughs> I've done it like three times this episode. What? Ever. Anyways, and then it's just like, fuck, things are shitty again right away. Immediately. Immediately. And I, I can't stand that. But you liked it. I liked it. Um, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't not recommend it. Yeah. It is kind of, <laughs> if you're, if you're like an edgelord, I wouldn't recommend it because it might radicalize you. <laughs> if you're really, if you're upset really easily, or if you're, um liable to get triggered you know by dying and murders maybe don't Mm -hmm. yeah i on the other hand um have been actively recommending it just Mm -hmm. so far to my family members um but also you know you're you're the family member who's most liable to watch it oh he was already he was already watching it wasn't he yeah he was was already watching he was already doing it um but he he dropped off because he was like this Yuchuba stuff is I mm. not no more no more <laughs> and but I was like I promise I swear I promise mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. in one episode it's gonna be fine again so yeah so I he is now on his way um to the finish line of Death Note great yes I mean probably it's solid it earned its way onto this this show where we try to dissect classics because it is for sure. Yeah. I'm not going to try to take that away. But holy shit. Um, I think with this episode, I'm probably going to put... I'm going to collect a bunch of suicide hotlines and put them in the description and stuff. Because this is... Re- like, I realize how stressful this is after last time. And maybe if you start watching this, maybe you might want some counseling or something. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Okay, possibly. but now... Uh, get this show out of here put this in a secret shoebox and bury it in the woods because at the end of this month the second part of this month we're going to come back with trigun the space western about if you know what it's about you know what it's about it's but guess what i don't know what it's about Haley doesn't know what it's about but it was a real big deal for a while i think it's still kind of a, it has a cult status for sure yes and we're gonna come back and we're gonna feel good about cowboys and we're gonna return to you at the end of june in the spirit of love and peace <laughs> which Bye. is very different talk to you soon Bye.